Good morning. It's Wednesday, December 7th, National Cotton Candy Day and National Joy Day. Feels like they go hand in hand. And now, the news. Once again, it's election day, and once again, I must remind you that I'm recording this show before results are posted. So come on back tomorrow, because certainly, if there are results in this race, by the time you're hearing tomorrow's episode, for sure you won't have heard them before then. It's not going to be literally every single place you look. This show is relevant in other ways. And that's kind of it. Look, I mean, this is just what we call a slow news day. It's fine. It happens. Um, Really, honestly, we need to lean into these moments. It's kind of nice. Take a breath. Trump crime update time. Wowzers edition. (laughs) You come here for the news. You're silly. Folks, it's Mueller time. Folks, we got him. I like both of those openings too much to choose. And why not have both on a day like today where the sun is out, kind of, and also maybe not depending on where you are and when you listen to this. Birds are chirping, and I don't just mean on Twitter, and bald eagles are wiping tears from their eyes with their little feathers. All because yesterday the Trump organization was found guilty in their money crime scheme. Now, Trump Crime Update Time has so many storylines. It's the MCU of Presidential Crime Investigation, Law and Order, TCUT. So if you're hearing this and thinking, bring it down a little, Kim, and also, what's up? Uh, Both would be accurate feelings. So this money crimes case is the Trump Organization tax fraud scheme that included 17 counts. In this long-running scheme, the Trump Organization handed out perks to executives like I hand out prop jokes. A little too often. But unlike my prop jokes, these are nice. Fancy apartments, private school tuition, luxury car leases, all without ever paying taxes on it. This is the Manhattan DA's money crimes case. It is separate from New York DA Tish James's money crimes case that is specifically against Trump, Ivanks, Donnie J, and Eric. That's the one where they lied about the value of their buildings to lenders and insurers. I know it's hard to keep track of these things. We probably should stop electing him. He's awful. But let's look a little closer at what yesterday's rulings mean. Because a lot of people are going to say things like, this is incredible, historical, Greatest news ever. I hear there are bald eagles wiping away their tears with their little feathers. And a lot of other people are going to say, um, it's great, but it's not that big of a deal. And the truth is, they're both kind of right. Let's start with the it's not that big of a deal side. Trump himself was not indicted in this case. His name was used a lot and jurors were told that he personally paid for some of those sweet, sweet perks and others he just gave a thumbs up emoji to. So he is not being indicted, even though he was very, very responsible. That's just kind of how the court case crumbles. Also for the company, the max penalty in a case like this is $1.62 million. So the company lives to lie another day. But because the, eh, it's not that big of a deal, side isn't as fun, let's bop on over to the, this is amazing party. Because actually it is amazing. The Trump organization has been convicted of tax money crimes. And even if he didn't get indicted, Donald Trump's name is all over this. When he was originally running for president and the news covered how little he paid in taxes, he said that it was because he was a smart business person. Couldn't sell steaks, but sure, big brains on that guy. But that is what he said. I was smart. I used the laws available. When I'm president, we're going to fix that. Obviously, he went on to just do more tax cuts for the ultra rich, but still, it didn't stick because he could pretend that he was following the law. He cannot do that anymore. 
So expect to be hearing about this case a lot as the GOP primaries heat up. This is a big deal. It's historic. It's also developing. So when we know more, we'll know more. And that's probably all for today. I don't really know what else to cover. Again, just a super slow. Trump crime update time, but a different crime this time edition. Yesterday was a bad day to be Trump. And you know what we say about that? Good. So let's talk about the time the guy who lost the popular vote twice, but probably more than that, just like in school and stuff. And the Electoral College once tried to burn the very fabric of our democracy down because when I tell you, some people will do anything not to go to therapy. Yesterday's special counsel, Jack Smith, who will absolutely be played by Ted Lasso's Coach Beard when this inevitably becomes a movie, subpoenaed local election officials in Wisconsin, Arizona, and Pennsylvania, specifically looking for communications between them and Trump, his aides, and a list of allies. Washington Post has the exclusive on this. They scooped me and noted that the substance of the subpoenas has not yet been made available. But hey, speaking of the time, the guy who has never heard the word team sport, but absolutely would have been picked last for every single team. And maybe just maybe that's part of the problem. Also on Tuesday, January 6th House Committee Chair Benny Thompson told reporters that the January 6th committee will, in fact, make referrals to the Department of Justice. And part of those conversations will be whether or not they believe anyone has perjured themselves on the stand. I think, and hear me out, someone probably did. Probably multiple people, you know? As a reminder, these referrals are kind of symbolic. It's not like the Department of Justice has to look into any of this, even though they are going to look into this. The point is, uh, it's still a big deal. It is also considered to be the final part of their work, which will almost certainly be shut down in January when the Republicans take over. Because why investigate yourself, you know? Marjorie Taylor Greene's over there in the corner like, ah, no, no, no reason. Just, I don't know. I just think we should shut it down. I'm not allowed to be on committees because I'm terrible and somehow I still got reelected. That's confusing. Anyway, I just think we should shut it down because of how I planned. Whoa, almost got me. Almost got me. Uh, But no, I do think we should shut it down. As always, I've nailed the impression. Referrals will not be part of their final report and will focus on, per resource to CNN, quote, the main organizers and leaders of the attacks. I wonder who that could be. And that's it. That's the breaking news. Literally, as I'm recording this in the Georgia runoff race, we do have a projected winner. Senator Warnock will keep his seat and the Democrats will hold the Senate at 51 seats to the Republicans 49. Baby, that's nice. That's that's a nice way to that's nice breaking news. You know, tomorrow we'll talk more about what it means to have 51 seats versus 50. This is an incredible night and um, very happy, very happy. And that's it. That's the news. What a ride. I'm proud of cotton candy. I do not get how it works. And I think if you really take a moment to consider it, you might realize you don't either, but it's cool. It's very pretty. And fun fact, you can put it in a cup, pour some water over it, and make a fun little drink that's not too sweet. And by water, I of course mean gin. But more than that, more than the time that, yeah, I'll just admit, I poured a little gin on some cotton candy and it wasn't too bad. So more than me, obviously, more than me in that moment, but just in general, because you're great. I'm proud of you.